0: On the next episode of relo I feel like something's kind of trying to drag me out deep in the water and it's kind of making me mad. I came to the decision very clearly that I messed up, that, you know, that this idea was a bad idea. Maybe you'll see what I did that was wrong. I think that's gonna be pretty apparent. You're gonna see 10 or 15 different things that I dropped the ball on. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not really mad at myself. I'm just getting angry that the results aren't happening. you can take a cheetah out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of a cheetah.
1: What happens when you drop a loan officer into a brand new city they've never been in before with the goal of $2 million in production within their first 90 days? You're about to find out.
0: I'm Casey Knowles.
1: And I'm Nick Carpenter.
0: Starting August 1st, 2021, I'll be putting my reputation and mental toughness on the line to put myself through the rigorous journey of starting over in a new city without a single contact while documenting the process along the way.
1: I'm betting that I can create a plan any loan officer can follow to build a big business. With the plan I put together in one hand and a cheetah juice in the other, Casey will take the plan to the streets, find opportunity, and see if it's still possible to achieve your dreams in America. Going into October, things are going really, really well, even better than I thought they would. You know, coming into this challenge, Casey predicted that there would be a hockey stick where we would basically have no traction and we would have to, you know, come up from the ground and eventually it would just take off. And I I feel like we're getting to that point now here, moving into October, that that's finally gonna happen. Because really, if you look at the numbers production-wise, they don't really, the numbers don't reflect the effort that we've been putting in up to this point. And so it's, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the numbers come through in this month. We need them to come through in this month in order for us to get to the goal that we want to achieve here. You know, the whole point of doing this um, experiment. And so it's gonna be interesting to see what comes from that. You know, Casey's trying to add on this extra layer of not eating. And so he decided to bring the don't eat unless you get loans challenge, you know, piece into what we're doing here with Relo and. I mean, me personally, I would have never, you know, I would have never supported that. You know, I mean, I respect Casey, you know, as my partner. And, you know, if that's what he wants to do, I'm going to roll with it. But I would never bring that extra layer of pressure and stress into this already stressful environment and, you know, challenge. Like, he's already in Colorado Springs by himself. He's trying to do so much on his own. And I know he feels this immense amount of pressure. So to then take away his food, it just seems like... like punishment almost in in some way. I'm not really sure what the real point of doing that is because it's not gonna, there's nothing positive to come from doing it in terms of the actual challenge. No, realtors aren't gonna look at him and, I don't don't think at least that it's gonna create like a higher respect level or more authority, which is, you know, to me would be the point of doing something like that would be, like how is this gonna positively impact us? I think it was more of just a personal challenge and uh, so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens with with this whole not eating thing definitely adds a layer of stress to the whole process
0: it's monday the fourth i am gonna head into the office there's some there's some different things i can do to help generate business i'm trying to do as many things as i can that it that you know it's like a bigger impact and uh less expenditure on on either energy or time Again, I don't have a whole lot of time, so I'm gonna to try to make the most amount of impact I can. Still haven't gotten alone yet, it's the fourth day. Um, have not had any calories. And this morning I weighed 233. Um, how I feel, it kinda comes in waves. You know, a, a large percentage of the day I feel, I feel pretty normal. And there are times I feel, you know, low energy, Guess clarity and I I, I think the uh, Like if I get on a phone call with somebody, I don't feel as sharp to communicate well So I think my sales my ability to sell is restricted for sure okay, So I'm more concerned about getting a loan than the food thing and the hardest thing is I don't know I don't know when it's gonna come. So if it was like hey, you're gonna get one day seven then I would have like this endpoint and I think that's the hardest thing. You know, not knowing when the loan's gonna be there is, you know, that's something that I I just don't know the answer to that. And so that always leaves this question in my mind, like, at some point am I gonna have to bow out, and at some point am I gonna have to I don't see myself ever giving up, but I've seen a lot of other tough people at some point crack, so it would be really arrogant and naive to think at some point I won't crack, because everybody cracks at some point. Yeah, it's Tuesday morning, day five. Today, uh, Nick Riley, he's a loan officer that works with me. He's putting on a class, it's our, the YouTube class, which is the same one that I taught for Keller Williams here or in, down in Colorado Springs. Um, he's been working on getting attendees to go there, and so I'm gonna jump in the car and run up there and help teach the class. Halfway through the fifth day, did take some salt slash electrolytes yesterday seemed like help holds weight, I guess, because this morning when I woke up I was only about a half a pound down. Kind of surprised me a little bit. Um closer fit a little looser, but still nothing dramatic, so I think I'm still good for a couple days. I keep saying that, but it's getting longer and longer, and nothing dramatic's happening again, so I just keep. Have some opportunities and some refinances, so hopefully, hopefully that plays out. If not, I uh, will get something from somewhere else. So, anyway, I will check in in a bit. I'll get the camera rolling. Hopefully, once we get to Wyoming and get into this class, I don't know how many people are going to come. Again, uh, my guy Nick Riley put this class on. And so, but if there's two, three people show up, that'd be great. Help out whoever shows. This class here in Wyoming turned out to be no class. So I came up north specifically for this, stayed, stayed extra day for this, and um, here in the class we had zero attendees, not one person elected to come. I'm not super disappointed. You know, I only had three people come to my class. And so, you know, this, I'm no stranger to this. I'm no stranger to, to losing a battle. You know, we, we put forth effort, we give it a shot, We have a ton of value to give. I know it would help people, but if people don't see some authority or or there's no compelling reason to come, they're getting their hair done or their nails or uh, their TV shows on, they're not gonna come to a class, a free class prior to that. So the thing with classes is if nobody pays any money to get in, they just, they don't have any skin in the game. They're not committed. And that's a big thing I found with a lot of things is, a lot of times if you pay for some sort of program, you'll do it, if you don't pay, you won't. In the classes, it's not much different. So, you know, I came here for nothing. But the result is, I'm here with my loan officer. This was a fail, and it's great. It's such a clean fail that we can say, hey, what happened? Now, had four or five people come, we could have chalked it up as a win or a loss and not necessarily known, like, this needs to be fixed or this is a good turnout. It would have been nice if we had four or five people but the truth is this was a clear clear loss and with a clear loss without having any questions you can sit down and go you know hey uh, how can we make this better what was the problem and i think the problem was he didn't really have a whole lot of authority up here so he's a, a newer guy younger guy and, and maybe they just don't give him a ton of value so we have some solutions for that help him get some authority that way people will start to listen to him know like and trust so that's, that's where we're headed with that. But nonetheless, this sucked. Took the time to come up here. It was a waste of time uh, outside of that learning portion, at least away from my Colorado Springs project. But I'm a team guy, and my path isn't more important than everybody else's. So I'm gonna do whatever I can to get to help everybody out that I can, especially on my team. It's uh, Wednesday the 6th. I am back in Colorado Springs from up north. I was up there to help out one of my loan officers with a class that we did. Uh, Nobody showed up to the class, which is to be expected. He doesn't have a ton of authority up there, so that's what we're gonna do to fix it, help his authority out. If you're uh, giving a class and nobody thinks you have anything of value, then anything that they do or anything that's scheduled is gonna be higher priority than going to the class. And so, pretty proud of him for doing the work. He did everything he needed to do. I think now we just need to help working on making him somewhat of a local celebrity, so people have the perception that he can help them. So he can help them if, if nobody, you don't go to a doctor, if you don't think they can help you, even though the doctor might be great. So that's something that we're gonna to try to fix. While I was up there, I was also able to catch Monday and Tuesday a volleyball game for both my kids. Super important to me. I really had no reason to be in the springs face to face, and so I stayed up there. Worked from my office, worked from the house, worked from Wyoming, uh, making phone calls, trying to get a loan. It is day six and I have been unsuccessful at getting a loan so far. I do have, I've had multiple deals out there that could potentially be a loan. It hasn't come through yet. So again, I said in the beginning, regardless of my inputs, there's a chance that the outputs don't happen. It's like a hockey stick curve. It could come in later. At this point, there's nothing for me to do other than continue to do what I do. At this point, you know, kind of teetering back and forth on kind of where I stand with this deal and, and again, I feel I feel like something's kind of trying to drag me out deep in the water and it's kind of making me mad. And so, I'm not mad at anybody, I'm not really mad at myself. I'm just getting angry that the results aren't happening. Today, I need to just make it happen, just period. Today, it's gonna to be on the phone. I have some, some lists. I have a list from Carrie and shell um, It's their past client list. So I'm going to go through that past client list, make phone calls, and um, I'm going to try to get Google five-star reviews for them. I'm also going to find out if they're thinking about buying or selling real estate in the next few months. And in the middle of that, I'm also going to see if they're happy with their mortgage or need to make a change. Hello? Hey, is this Sarah? Uh, yeah, okay. Sir, Sarah, uh, Sarah, my name is Casey Knowles. I got your phone number. I try to do two things to help them out and one thing to help me out. Well, we're at Trinity Brewing, it is Thursday the 7th, and we came here to get some snacks. Some cheese curds, as a matter of fact. (laughs) So, you know, maybe I shouldn't be laughing and smiling, but... Today is the 7th day, and last night I did a lot of thinking. I didn't sleep real well last night. I, w- I was contemplating a lot about about not eating. And I had heard Nick Carpenter had some uh, mixed feelings about whether eating or not eating was actually beneficial for what we're doing. I have some words on my board that are very important to me that I believe in. And one of them is delete what's not useful. Another one is to win my mind. So. Yesterday, I was all gung-ho about doing whatever it took to, to not eat, to get alone. I'm going to get alone. I'm going to get alone. So much so that whenever I was driving on the road, I was thinking about that. And I was getting more and more determined. I was, my feet were digging in. I was digging into the sand. Um, I was getting like ready for war. and I was being very self-righteous about my, me winning that, me not giving that up. And then I also thought that one of the times I heard Nick speak, I was talking about whether or not I should do this food thing. He mentioned it was something that I wanted to do a long time ago, and he also mentioned that it wasn't necessarily helpful. It could potentially hurt us, but Casey's gonna do what he's gonna do. And I've been thinking about that quite a bit. I came to the decision very clearly that I've messed up. That, you know, that this idea was a bad idea. And mainly because the reason it was a bad idea is because it didn't benefit anybody. But now that I've realized it, I want to make progress. So instead, I'm going to course correct. I'm going to choose my team first. I'm going to choose Nick first. And I'm going to finish this out. The goal was how much can I do, you know, in three months? that's still on the table it's not it's nothing else
1: we're in week two of October I'm excited to report that Casey actually texted me and said he's gonna stop this whole um, eating challenge Uh, definitely makes me feel better like I said it was so much stress every night you know I'm here at my house eating with my family and I know Casey's at his house by himself not eating man just makes me definitely feel a lot better a lot of stress relief knowing that he's getting some meals in him so he can still be a happy-go-lucky guy and you know, people wanna be around him and he wants to be around other people versus, you know, I was kinda of nervous that he was gonna hole up in a cave kind of at that house because of not eating and not wanting to be around people and that it would really actually negatively impact what we're doing because he's so charismatic and he's such a people person and people love being around him and sharing time with him and so I'm glad that that all is not gonna be affected now that he's decided to stop this food thing.
0: It is Friday the 8th and it's Dollar for Dollars Day. I have leads, I got contact lists. Uh, I have everything I need to sit here for the next eight hours and get a loan and that's what I'm gonna do. Like I said that's what I'm gonna do the last eight days. but It's no different. I'm gonna do it again today. The only difference is I'm actually gonna get one. Hello. Hey, is this Anna? My name is Casey Knowles, and last night you clicked on one of my ads for 12.07. So I gotta focus on the inputs and trust that you know something will come out the back end. I'm not thinking about how many more days. I don't know how many more days, but I know today's no problem. I know today, tomorrow will be no problem, I think. At some point, if something happens, I can deal with it. But at this point, it's just one thing. It's not everything.
1: The timing of ending this not eating challenge is actually perfect because we have our next class coming up. It's our last class that we're doing for you know, this 90 day sprint. It's gonna be over at Pike's Perk Coffee. And uh, what we're gonna talk about is basically retargeting and you know, how, to, how to use Facebook ads in a way to keep yourself in, in front of people and keep them relevant. It's an awesome class. I'm looking forward to seeing how many people come. You know, We went from our first class we did, we only had three people. Our second class, I think we had about 15-ish people there and so it'll be interesting to see how many people show up this time. I think the hockey stick is coming into effect and so we're gonna see even more people show up uh, because now people know us. The classes are you know they have a little bit of a reputation now that they're really valuable they're different than what most people are doing so it's gonna be cool to see what comes and and luckily Casey you know he can grab a couple meals he can be on his best by the time the class you know actually happens so when people are seeing him and he's back around people maybe nobody's ever gonna know that he even went a week without eating.
0: It's Monday, October 11th. Tomorrow we have the class, so kind of sending out some invites for that. Uh, Following up, make sure people are gonna be there. I have to run to the post office. Uh, Whenever it comes to lending, licensing requires fingerprints in different states and different ways, and so I'm gonna run to the post office and get my fingerprints done on an actual card, not electronic. They mail them in, so that's something I need to do for California to keep up with that one. All right, ladies, thank you. 20 days left, had to get fingerprinted for some licensing stuff for California. The licensing portion is always arduous. They always want my fingerprints again and again and again. My fingerprints don't really change, I don't think. Just talked about that. But while I was there, spoke with a couple pretty cool ladies. One of them was Becky, and one of them was Maggie. And so, you know, while we're there getting fingerprinted, if there's somebody kind of fun to chat with, it's always, it's always fun to have some small talk and casual banter and they were uh, they were a ton of fun. So, ended up letting them know I was a lender if they needed any help getting a loan to uh, now reach out. Somebody mentioned your name or you need something, let me know. Also, she didn't need a loan, but she did request that I leave her a couple business cards. And so I ran to the car, got her a couple business cards they were super cool. Uh, After that, I'm gonna run over and see Carrie Hutchinson with your Rocky Mountain home team. They have a large database. Again, I have time. I have the ability to help the realtors. What I don't have is a database. I'm here at Carrie Hutchinson's office. We are actually gonna go through a database and try to fill in some some blanks. They do a ton of volume, so it's really difficult. Sometimes whenever you do a lot of volume to kind of maintain your database, keep it up to date. Make sure that you're making contacts with past clients. In all honesty, 60, 70% of all your business generally comes from your database. A lot of times you can obviously generate more, but it's easier to get business from people that you know, like, and trust than to know, like, and trust somebody and then get business <laughs> because you've already skipped like four or five steps. So with the amount of clients that Carrie and Michelle have closed, in the last few years, there's obviously some holes in it, so we're going to sit down and see if we can fill some gaps in, make contacts, make sure that their CRMs has the ability to work as their CRM should, and uh, and that's it. It's Tuesday, October twelfth. This is the last class. We have a small room again, which has turned out to be a pretty good thing. When people are like touching and close, the energy is just way different. <laughs> yeah. He does, he he actually speaks in front of large groups, uh, mortgage masterminds and different stuff like that. Was an Eagle Scout, really likes the camaraderie thing. So it's really been part of his personality to actually attract people and come up with groups that have um, good culture and stuff like that. So uh, what he's gonna share today is pretty cool. Help you guys help all our businesses out. So anyway, that's Nick Carpenter. Welcome. He's actually from here in Colorado by chance.
1: This is a pretty cool location for a class. I'm excited to be here. You know, these coffee shops have been awesome to, to host these events in and the room is packed. I mean, this is crazy, definitely bigger turnout than I expected. And what's interesting is we even have like, competition loan off other loan officers are showing up to our class. And so it's not just even real estate agents, but even our competition recognizes that the classes have value and they're even coming to learn from them, which I think is pretty cool. So it's awesome to have this whole room of people here. Again, the the response seems to be really good. I'm excited to show them a little something different than maybe what they've heard on how to use Facebook ads in the past. It's gonna be cool to see you know, what action people take off the information that we give here. You know, that really makes the difference with these classes is kind of the forced implementation and actually helping people go and take action right away. And so I'm excited to actually see what what comes from what we're doing here today. And that's why you want to have the Pixel Helper at least check your own website. Make sure the pixel's firing and so that the audience is being built in the back. And now you can have that in your custom audiences when you're doing, when you're setting up retargeting. Now we're selecting all these people at the same time, right? So people that were in your database, People that visit It's my website. last
0: class. Half the people in this room, they're, they're my friends already. Uh, a lot of them aren't even realtors. I got Doug Brown here and his wife. He's a financial planner. He has loan officers. I got Christopher Roberts. He's a loan officer at another place. And to be honest with you, regardless of this show, regardless of the goal, it, it's awesome to have people here that are competitors to me shows that we all have a common interest in helping people. And nobody has a big ego, or they can't hang out with me, or something. And I think that that's great. It is Wednesday the thirteenth. I'm up north at my house. Ah, yesterday I went to Nathan Einkorn, my buddy Quickstart Lending. He had a class at Top Golf and Centennial, so I went there, and then uh, Nick was with me, so I took Nick and dropped him off. Uh, to where he had a ride so he could get home. That brought me north. While I was north, I decided just to just go to my house. And I haven't been home during the week. I can't really remember the last time. It's been a while. So I suggested that we get the shovel out and dig a hole behind our house and get a fire going. So we're gonna cut some wood up, get a little bonfire going in the back, have some marshmallows and different candy stuff. So do some s'mores and just sit back there and enjoy them. Thursday the 14th, got about two weeks left. I don't know if that's a long time left or a short time left. It's a short time as far as what I need to get done. That's a long time from getting done because I'm kind of ready to sleep in my own bed. Just had lunch with a guy named Brandon from Keller Williams Partners, new agent. I met him at a training that I did uh, last month. When I asked him how it was going, how his first year was going, he said, I think I found exactly what I'm supposed to do in life. And that was uh, like the first time anybody's ever said anything like that to me. Most people kind of get into real estate because they, in all honesty, because they think it's something that they can make a lot of money in and it's easy. And both those things are not true (laughs) you can make a lot of money but not in an easy way so when he said that and he's been in the business for 10 months or whatever i thought that was pretty cool he's well spoken and actually very confident in talking about real estate which is probably why he's doing so well he was telling me he's making plans for 2022 and so i asked him what his plans were and he said he's working on closing 160 transactions Now, keep in mind, an average agent probably does 13 deals a year, something like that. Well, maybe not even average. Average might be six. Um, An average good realtor might do 12 to 15. Um, A really good agent will do 20, 24. And then once you get to be like 40, you're pretty much, pretty much badass. And so for him to say that he's going to do 160, at first, you know, my first probably impulse was to, was to maybe go, you're crazy. But I did hundred million last year and I plan on doing hundred million in a month. That's a 10x thing If he did 16 or 18, he's gonna do 160. That's 10x. So The biggest part of me was like How are you gonna do that? Let's talk about that, you know, and he has he actually has a pretty good plan I'm not gonna share the plan on camera because I haven't heard a plan like this before but it was a well thought out plan and and it had a lot to do with leveraging current clients in a way that I've never heard of before. I'd love to share it make it sound like my idea, but I won't, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna help this cat, uh, the best I can, leverage some of the tools that I have with the database that he's creating. And so, um, meeting with him Monday at 9 a.m. at his office, he has to clear it with a couple guys, so it's not 100% set in stone, but if this is one of four people, there's no way in the world this cat does this well unless the other people do better. You just don't get somebody that is new and comes over the top on the owner, for example. So whoever is helping this guy is probably really great. Whenever you have a great student, there's usually a good teacher around. And so I'm hoping that you know we have good vibes and somebody that I'm palatable to them and they're palatable to me and I can provide value. And if so, I think there's, there, there could be some volume there for me as well but I'd love to see this kid hit 160 units and say that I was a part of it. That would make me happier than anything on the planet. When I decided to do this, you know, we we knew it was going to be filmed, and I had told people, maybe watch it. Maybe you'll see some things I did and learn from them that will help you. Maybe you'll see what I did that was wrong that'll help you, things that you won't do. And in the 90 days, I think that's gonna be pretty apparent. You're gonna see 10 or 15 different things that I dropped the ball on, um, the food being one of them. But I've, dropped the, I've always dropped the ball. I've always dropped the ball and then you get back up and you fix it and you, you do something different because you gotta try different things. And maybe the food thing was a pretty silly thing. But if at the end, We hit a number that's a respectable number for three months. If the final result is a positive result, then what'll have happened is, I'll have the end result I want, and I'll have learned a bunch of stuff not to do again. (laughs) So when I do it again, I know I can hit that one number, and if I don't do all the other silly, stupid stuff, then I'll know I can do better. And that's kind of how it works. You know, you make it, you learn some lessons along the way, You move on you don't repeat your mistakes you make it again with a bigger number or a better number or a better life or a better relationship goes for everything right and so if in the end the number is decent the number is good then all this stuff won't really matter because the number in the end is what we were talking about we weren't talking about how many stupid things i do along the way so i don't know what that number is going to be i uh I really don't know what the number is going to be, like at all. <laughs> so I, uh, I want to watch. I want to watch the end just as much as you do. I wish it was. I wish I was watching it now, so I would know. <laughs> In my next three weeks, I know what's going to be. On the next episode of Lo, from the very beginning I had this belief that if I put in the time and I put in the value, that at some point this hockey stick thing would kick in. Kind of addicted to winning. So if I don't have a win, it starts to feel cancerous that I haven't won in a while. I'm wondering if I'm a little bit too late to actually lock those deals in. I got my list, I got my loan amounts. My curiosity is at all time high. What's gonna happen in two weeks? Am I gonna have a great number? Or am I gonna have a shitty number?